welcome back to the Unbothered Podcast, where we enjoy breaking down America's fifth sport. MTV's The Challenge, and we are back for a brand new season, season 37, titled Spies, Lies, and Allies, or as I like to call it, War of the Worlds 3, because that's what <laughs> it probably should have been called. Exactly. But whatever, <laughs> we have this long-ass title this go-around, um, and we're pretty excited uh, we are going to be talking about episodes one and two in this because while I appreciate MTV releasing the season premiere two days before my birthday, I was also a very busy lady. So we're finally able to kind of sit down and chat about it now, but we have lots to talk about. There's a lot of explosiveness so far, trying to get to know all these rookies. There's a lot going on. They're finally in a warmer climate. And yeah, we're going to dive right in. So the first episode was titled The List. And it all stems around a supposed list that a rookie supposedly wrote, listing the different bets and stuff that they don't trust. And it becomes this whole debacle that we will get into. However, if you did not see the preseason episode called Global Activation, they quickly introduced us to all the rookies and all the vets. They have them split into two sides, the American side and the international side. Basically, the Americans showed up first and they got to pick their beds first, but then they got whisked away by TJ before the international players showed up. They were like, Mr. what's going TJ. on? Miss, Mr. TJ, as <laughs> Emmy likes to say. Right. Mr. TJ, Mr. TJ. <laughs> and when the international people get there, they're like, wait a minute, there's already stuff on the beds. Where are the Americans? Well we find out the Americans have all been chained to cinder blocks and the international players have to be the first out of the gate and pick their partner. And that's where we get into with the very first official episode of this new season. The Americans are chained up to their cinder blocks and the international people have to decide who do I want to pick as my partner. They were given case files um, previously so they could kind of get an idea of who's who because most of them are rookies. They're rookies who maybe have not really had access to the show before. So they're learning. They're learning who they may want as a partner. Um, and because most of the Americans didn't realize there was a code written on their cinder blocks in different colors, letters, and numbers. <laughs> Could they not see it? It was bold as day. Like that exactly. I, I was even like, okay, well, there's a code. Yeah. And even um even Anissa, oh, excuse me, this lighting is really, it's like really all over the place. Even Anissa was like, um, hello guys, I've been doing this show X amount of seasons. Like right. at this point, you have to take in your environment when it comes to the challenge. This was so disappointing for Nelson. I'm like, Nelson, you've done this season, the, this show, how many right. seasons? And you didn't realize, wow, maybe all these. Okay. Uh, Nelson's not that smart. <laughs> let's be real come on <laughs> yeah like like come on the rookies figured like it out you before should, you should automatically be looking for something yeah it's yeah. like um back in i think it was final reckoning when they one partner was like locked in that cage and they had to pay attention to what was written in the cage with them right. and that's what amanda figured out because once the partner got him out, they had to then solve a puzzle using what was inside written in that cage. It's right. like the same concept, guys, just a cinder block. Hello. But anyway, doesn't happen. So most of the vet Americans, like I said, don't even realize the code was on there. Anissa does because 
if anything else, Anissa is very intelligent. She's really good with the um, puzzle solving and critical thinking skills when it comes to these games and the show in general. So no surprise, her and her new partner, Logan, who I believe is from, isn't he from Survivor Spain? I think so. I think so. Um, Who chooses her and he knows who he's choosing and he's fine with it. And he actually appears to be a pretty supportive partner which is yeah. a change for Anissa and not a bad thing because. And it worked out for them. It did because they ended up coming in uh, first place basically. And they were followed closely by the rookie team of Michaela, who is from Survivor. She is from Jay's season. And her partner is also another rookie named Renan, but he is from Love Island Double Dutch, which was like a Love Island show in the Netherlands, combined Netherlands and Belgium, whatever. Um, they come in second place very closely behind Anissa Logan and third place was Tori and Kells, who is also a rookie from too hot to handle. And he is a beast. Love him. Holy crap. He is huge. I hope he comes back, but we're going to get into why we like him so much now. (laughs) And surprisingly, Ashley and Huey are last. Yeah. I was really surprised. And they came out and said that, um, between all the first teams they were all relatively close coming in but the last two teams were like way 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 yeah and that was really surprising because ashley's usually really good with puzzle based stuff and you would think that she would have noticed um the numbers and the letters written on her cinder block and been like hey hello like she's typically much smarter than that um but it happens thankfully for them it is not a purge. Right. Thankfully, TJ makes them think it is for like a brief moment, um, but it isn't. I have, however, heard whisperings that apparently it was supposed to have been a purge, be, right. but they decided not to because of the people who came in last. Right. Whether or not that's true, who knows? We've heard crazier things supposedly be changed last minute. Anything's possible in the world of editing. But I'm glad it's not a purge. I hate when they purge people right off the bat. Right off. Yeah, I don't like that either. Like, do you know how irritated I would be if you made me quarantine for two weeks and I'm literally there for less than 24 hours before I go home and I don't even have a chance to redeem myself? Like, if there was a redemption house, I'm okay with the purge. But I don't like purges right off the bat. I want to get to know some of these people and decide whether or not I want to be a fan. You're going to root for them. Yeah, exactly. Because sometimes the first people who go home end up becoming like great stars later on, but you at least give them a little bit of time to make a name for themselves before like an elimination. So I'm really glad they ended up not doing the purge. Um, And the daily winners this season are called the agency. So goddamn stupid, but whatever. It basically makes them safe from elimination and they essentially will choose a team to go against whomever the house vote ends up being. Um, there are no skulls this season thank god thank goodness right good concept execution just was kind of poor they need to set it to the side come back at a later time um my first impressions so far to this point this is these are my impressions of some of these people so far um emmy is a lot but we'll (laughs) see how she gets as the season airs i know she's 22 yeah. she's just a lot so far the mr tj thing is cute but everything else is just she's a lot even at this yeah. point i'm like she's a lot 
Uh, I love Michaela. I liked her on her season of Survivor. I'm still really okay. bummed that we didn't get an opportunity this season anyway for like a Michaela and Jay Alliance. I think yeah. that whole dynamic could have been different. Maybe we'll get it another season, but I love Michaela. Berna was very smart picking CT. Very smart. Yeah. It's like she sought him out and he was like kind of hiding behind the cinder blocks and she was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> no 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 you're mine and ct's like i don't know these people i don't want to get screwed <laughs> um tommy is definitely the boring version of wes he is the wish version of wes yeah it's I like if i ordered wes on amazon either so yeah he just nah. mm -hmm. um tasha has amazing style like even though she hasn't got a lot of camera time yet i was gonna say we haven't seen too she much looks of her whatever we do get clips she looks freaking fantastic yeah, um, I even Emmanuel, said at one point she has these like pearl looking yes. boots on. I'm like, okay, I need those earrings. <laughs> yeah, we, we know you love your hoops too. Yes. <laughs> Emmanuel seems very strong and smart, but he definitely gives me Vlad the Impaler vibes. I mean, he, I, he, he looks like him. I find him creepy. I, there's he's, something about him that creeps me out. I don't know what he's it is. Definitely. He, but I think he's very smart. I mean, obviously, he put Casey smart. as his partner. He yeah. knew he wanted Casey. And I almost wonder if Amber B had been in the original set of Americans, if he would have wanted Amber B instead because Amber B won last season, but instead went with Casey. But either way, he's very smart in who he picked, unlike yeah. Gabo, who picked Nani because she's hot. I don't care for him. We'll <laughs> Maybe he gets better. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think Logan's a very supportive partner. Uh, I do wonder how long Huey will be able to handle Ashley. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, Bettina seems crazy in a quirky kind of way. And that laugh. Um, kind of like her, but then she laughs and my whole like body just tenses <laughs> up. I'm just like. <laughs> it's like a choking dolphin. And it's I a love dolphin. a good laugh. Like I love like Seth Rogen. I love his laugh. <laughs> and, like there's this guy christian hall i love oh his yeah laugh, you know but hers yeah drives me up the wall like, i'm yeah. like it's kind of funny at first but then like after a while you're just like girl yeah take a breath and i'm like exactly. i thought my laugh was annoying when i'm like really laughing i'm like <laughs> but at least i don't sound like a choking dolphin um and then i think priscilla is gorgeous they haven't shown her too too much she's the other um she's another rookie from the uk i mean her confessional she's just beautiful yeah fucking gorgeous anyway so after the daily the rookies just are kind of like chit-chatting as much as they can and essentially trying to get an idea on the veteran alliances like who could be allied up with who um do we think they're doing trying to do too much too soon i um this. well there's only me so i guess i'll answer that <laughs> <laughs> yes but you know, you also don't want to come in and play a scared game. I like mm -hmm. that they're, you know, uh, at least going for it. Yeah. You know. Um, now, granted, I have to take into consideration if I like really try to think about it. They were all in quarantine for mm -hmm. ten days because I don't think this is when they went back into quarantine um, yeah. yet so when they're already in quarantine i'm sure all of them if not most of them probably all of them though 
figured out who was going to be on the cast. So I'm sure yeah. way ahead of time, if any of the rookies were smart, they did their homework on the vets. Like right. Corey Lay, I'm sure knew right away because he is a fan. He's a fan of the show. Um, it's not that hard to decide. Okay, who do we think is probably in the alliance? CT doesn't really ally with anybody. He right. kind of just relies Love on his wolf. record and his presence to keep him going. And if he's kind of got a wheel and deal, he'll do it. I mean, it's not, it's not hard. It's not hard at all to figure out. And I would not be talking about it with anybody because you don't know what vet has been in what rookies DMS during quarantine, trying yeah. to get them on their side. You, you have no idea. And I'm not about to tell you my whole game plan on day three. And I still don't even know your whole name. Exactly. <laughs> like yeah. the, the rookies need to smarten up, but, um, that's just me. Uh, and the partners are starting to kind of get to know each other. Um, Gabo admits that he has all popcorn muscles, which is hilarious, but I'm glad you, you speak your, at truth. least he admitted it. At least you embrace who you are. Um, I really think he was just hoping I, he really, I feel like just wanted to do the show because he finally gets to be on American television and he talks about like that's always been that? his dream yeah like he's that. like i've always wanted to be on american yeah. television and i'm just like okay but maybe you should have picked like too hot to handle yeah or Do, like, somewhere maybe, maybe x on the beach you don't something. embarrass yourself yeah not in challenge but i mean we'll see what he can do it, it's too soon to tell at this point um he didn't come in last place so yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um he, like i said he admitted to choosing nani because he thinks she's hot and then i'm not really sure what logan was saying when he was referring to anisa something like a little birdie feed me i i don't in his confessional mm -hmm. when they were like chatting like right after they won and i'm just like yeah. is he comparing her to like his mommy bird and he's the baby bird and i don't i don't know lost know. in translation i'm just gonna attribute that to just being lost in translation it just didn't work in english the language barrier issues. we're gonna go with the language barrier um and the vets want to form an alliance because they know they're outnumbered right away right. and we've and it's true they are outnumbered i think by three or four rookies and the vets have always had a hard time in the past forming an alliance because very few of them trust each other which right. i mean hello exactly. and you play this game enough you're not gonna even trust yourself half the time so it's kind of a question of okay well how well can we do this and honestly i think i think with this group of vets they can do it because most of them are not cutthroat enough to or smart enough to do this alliance and then wheel and deal behind the back and not get caught yeah like there are a couple of them could probably do that but not a lot um so <laughs> they're not they're not west is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah they're not they're not a west they're not a bananas they're not yeah. cam yeah. you know or even a poly like as much as people want to say i mean look at the world war of the worlds two alliance regardless of who won half the alliance ended up winning they just happened yeah. to be on the other team so certain well, people that too, are really good at that the fact that they are um less in numbers that has to be a wake-up yeah. call you know, oh yeah where they kind exactly. of have to work together to you know to come out on exactly top. i completely agree 
So we'll see how it works out and how long they'll be able to maintain that uh, alliance before somebody apparently, makes the first Apparently move. not very long. So. Yes. <laughs> that's what it said for the next episode. Yeah, but we'll see if it actually happens. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so they're already targeting the Survivor players because there are eight people who've been on Survivor. Um, but the problem is it's not like they were all on the same season of Survivor right or even in the same country of survivor like you have three u.s survivor people you have two romania uh survivor people berna was from survivor turkey um and then i think like logan spain or something you said yeah it was like uh survivor spain so it's like mm, that's like saying that tasha and esther are automatically going to be part of the bb alliance because they were in big brother and huey but they were on different countries of Big Brother. So sometimes just the show title isn't enough. Um, so the vets and I, I mean, it makes sense. They're gonna wanna go after Survivor because Survivor is all rookies because any vet Survivor players are not on this season. Um, and it's easier than going after the Big Brother Alliance because unfortunately at this point, there's about three or four Big Brother players that are technically vets. So- right gonna have to try to target the survivor players first um and that's kind of what they want to try to do uh lost my place for a minute oh okay so the first night it is michelle and logan's birthday so anisa and all them decide to throw them a birthday party because that's how they do it in the challenge house and i don't know that was devin's dance oh yeah and devin busts out (laughs) in his little uh cheetah speedo yeah, I'm and, not gonna uh, lie, I liked it. Did you catch was, the scene? I didn't catch it till I rewatched it. Um, Devin, when he was like taking off his clothes and he threw a sock and it hit Michelle in the face. And it hit her in the face, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, here's my sock. <laughs> I love that. Um, and Emmanuel has heart emoji eyes for Michelle. Yes. He, he is feeling her and she's trying not to get distracted by Vlad the Impaler um i don't know i don't i don't i don't know what's attractive about him maybe it's just his energy i don't find him physically attractive that mustache and that void christmas it's the teeth the teeth weird me out and mustache and the 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 lloyd christmas haircut from dumb and dumber i hated it when jordan did i don't like it on emmanuel either it doesn't look good (laughs) no one should have that no one the only time you should have that is when your mom doesn't want to take you to the barber shop so she does a piss poor job of doing it at home (laughs) and you just let her do it like no (laughs) get rid of it but whatever (laughs) they don't care what we think but i don't care i i care i don't care but i care sure so (laughs) his sockets michelle in the face love it um and apparently ash ashley and nelson are a thing apparently they uh they hooked up after they both got eliminated in double agents um so while they were still in iceland they had a whole thing they live pretty close to each other in houston they live in houston right it's a houston or austin somewhere in texas what where can't they're not where cam and leroy are cam and leroy are houston so then maybe ashley and nelson are austin austin yeah um and I don't know if they kind of hooked up, you know, in between the show on top of it, but they're kind of doing a thing now. Um, Nani and Casey are giving each other heart emoji eyes. 
<laughs> we all know how that played out. Oh yeah. We saw it all on social media. I think that Ashley Nelson, I don't know, that's so weird to me. It is. And then for her to say that she caught feelings. Yeah, later on, I'm like, like, I don't know. It's weird. Just weird. With Nelson? I know, right? I mean, Nelson's adorable, but his inability to remember how to pronounce certain words like audacity is now audacity though that is my favorite meme that i've ever made is the audacity um i mean yeah you would be so weird yeah it's 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 an interesting one amanda and fussy they're both just gross people i fast forwarded because i'm just like (laughs) did you especially the second go around i was like i don't want to watch this i don't i'm not like I already don't like Amanda that much. I'm not a fan. And then like, girl, then you chose Fessy. Oh, you yeah. were not doing yourself any favors in my book. And I can't stand Fessy's. I fast forwarded through his and Gabby's scenes last season. I'm fast forwarding through his and Amanda's uh, scenes this season and whomever else he may end up hooking up with. Well, hopefully there won't be too many of those. We already have one in the second episode. Yeah, well, that's true. But so. Nelson and Fussy start arguing about what happened last season because you know I guess they didn't figure it out on the reunion or in between or whatever um I mean I don't blame Nelson like I'm still not going to trust you dude but at this point I would just be like sit and rotate I'm over you we're not friends we're not cool like that we're only in an alliance because the whole veteran squad's in an alliance I don't trust you leave me alone okay bye yeah arguing's not going to fix anything they clearly it's not like there's no point in putting that energy into it anymore you've already done it right but anyway that's just that's the difference between us and them and then emmy runs over to anisa and tori claiming that michaela has this list where she's put on there people that you can't trust and tori is at the top and she saw Michaela chatting about it with Michelle and Tommy, but that they stopped talking when she came in the room. Right. You can't trust them. You can't trust them. This was a huge target on Michaela's back because it does not help them. Michaela is already a strong contender. She came in second yeah. place. Most of these individuals who know anything about Survivor, they know who Michaela is. She oh, yeah. looks like a strong competitor. She's clearly not stupid. So she's already dangerous. And then this list thing, like many of the vets ended up saying, it gave them an excuse to end up voting her ammunition. In. Right. Yeah. It it, it puts uh, ammunition in their proverbial guns, as they say. Um, it puts a major target on her back. She says the list is not what they think it is. Anisa goes rooting through her shit, which look, I don't like when people root through other people's stuff. I get that they do it on the show. They've been doing it for seasons. Doesn't mean I've ever liked it. But what's annoying is that you're going to go through all of her things looking for this list. And then when she actually comes to bring it to you, since you're clearly so bothered about a list that apparently exists, then you're going to act like, well, what are you showing me for? I don't care. Right, right. But you just went through all her things. Yes, you do. (laughs) If you didn't care, you'd be like, look, maybe look in an open bag and be like, I don't see it. I don't care enough. But you went rooting through her stuff. You had somebody as a lookout to make sure she didn't catch you. And then you're going to have a whole other attitude when she's like, here, you want to see it? Oh, girl, now you just look guilty. Okay. 
I, that, I that feel I like um, regardless of what the list was, I feel like Michaela though should have known better. Yeah, um, so she's smarter than that. She is. Did you by yeah. chance watch the aftermath episode? I did. Okay, so for those who didn't, they talk about this and yeah. certain pieces of information shed light on how the whole thing worked. So right. this list that was ever written down, Michaela said Emmy was afraid she was going to be nominated for the first elimination, which we do find out they were originally talking about Emmy. Right. And Emmy, as we see, has a lot emotionally. She gets very <laughs> panicky. And English is not her first language. Michaela was trying to calm her down and to help her. So she wrote the things they were talking about down as far as like, well, this is whose partner. Well, she wrote the team. She wrote the team. Yeah, she wrote the teams down to be like, let's let's look and see if we can maybe get an idea of who may be voting how so we can try to help you. Well, that happened. And then she was crying about it to Amanda. And Amanda came out and essentially said, asked her. That's the person right there, Amanda. That well, what do you know on the other rookies so we can get the heat off of you onto them? And then Emmy brings up this list, which is, in my opinion, it's bullshit because the whole reason anything was written down was for your benefit. Exactly. But it's how the game is played. She took an opportunity. So she basically took a small kernel of truth, spun it into this whole ass lie. Amanda, still, I don't even think on Aftermath realized how much of a of a hand she had in that whole situation um and whatever it's what amanda does anyway and it helped emmy make a game plan to get the heat off her and it worked it worked right it worked it worked the rookies are starting to crack michaela's got the target she's starting to panic emmy goes bananas on her in deliberation which that to me if i'm sorry if i was a if that was me that she was screaming out like that i would have looked at her and been like you know for someone who's so innocent, you have an awfully strong reaction about something you know nothing about right. and turn the heat back on her. But I think Michaela was just like, so like, holy shit, I can't believe this is happening in this moment and was just flustered. She was like, I, I don't know how to get out of this. I got 36 people staring at me and I, and this girl's like telling me about I'm lying and God knows it. And I'm like, right. I don't even know what I'm lying about, <laughs> but apparently God knows. <laughs> It turned into that. I thought it was funny thing. when they were like, "Does anyone have anything to say?" And Emmy's like, "Me hey, do." <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, so, essentially, Michaela and Renan ended up getting voted in, um, and not Emmy, like it was originally supposed to have been, from right. what we found out. So, at the elimination, TJ actually announces the twist. And the twist is, unlike previous seasons the agency aka the winning team they can vote in any man and any woman from any team any team you do not have to vote in a partnership so i actually love that i do too because it keeps you great that is a good twist that's a twist i like because it keeps you on your toes you're never safe unless you're winning yeah you're never safe um and at the elimination so when he announces that um anisa and logan end up choosing michelle who again is also from survivor she's in fact one survivor before and Corey l who was on a show called 12 dates of christmas yeah what is that i think is it was that... on hbo max i heard was it is it a movie i don't know 
gotta find I out. Look I that up because I really liked him. I'm gonna like look him. it up right now. Might as well while we're here. Twelve <laughs> dates of Christmas. I mean, it sounds like something you would see on like Hallmark. It does. Oh, it's like an actual like scripted movie. Oh, so it was a movie. It's not like a series where they do challenges or something. Yeah, no, it's an actual TV film. So he's just, he's an actor. Wait a minute. But this one's from like 2011. So how is that possible? Hmm. Corey Lay, 12 Dates of Christmas. 12 Dates? Oh, maybe it's a dating show. I don't know. Hmm. Like, maybe it was. We'll have to look into it more. We'll see, yeah. Apparently, there was a movie from 2011 called 12 Dates of Christmas that has uh, Zach from Saved by the Bell in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, but Corley gets voted in and he is understandably pissed off. He's like, pissed Why off. am I getting voted in? My partner's the one that caused all the problems and this bitch is safe. Right. So, um unfortunately for Michaela he used and harnessed that anger though (laughs) so the elimination is called like push me or something and we've kind of seen single variations of this in the past like uh when Nelson against Hunter um and I think it was dirty 30 or then I think it was dirty 30 I was very confused by this one though yeah I think the whole point was you just have to like get your person off. off Yeah, yeah get them off um so michaela and renan are tied back to back with michelle and Corey l um and michaela put up a really big fight if she yeah. i think if she would have had any other male partner she probably would have won um renan just kind of gave up after four seconds yeah he just laid and coriel is a big dude and he's a strong dude and he dragged them all over the edge despite he michaela's best effort three human beings yeah he really I'm did so, he really did um and that's why i'm saying like if michaela had had any other male partner i don't think she would have had that problem at all yeah not at all um so unfortunately though Brennan, like he hurt himself or something too because he was in a sling later um probably yeah probably because he spent three seconds trying and then gave up and was like oh i'm hurt now sorry guys but so that happened um so we say goodbye unfortunately to michaela and renan and then they announce that nam is gone so for anybody who does not really know at some point in time I think Big T tested positive for COVID after they were all in the house and they pulled her from the house, but they continued to let everybody else remain in the house together um, until several more people started showing symptoms and getting sick. So they forced everybody back into quarantine. Four or five people got sick. Nam was one of them and he, it just took him longer to recover. So he just couldn't come back. Um, and possibly could also have to do with any schedule or time constraints because I mean the show itself already takes probably eight weeks to film at least two months and then you have to add in 10 days of quarantine in the beginning and then they probably have to quarantine afterwards that's another 10 days so now you're looking at an extra three weeks and then you have to quarantine again like three days into it 
So he couldn't come back. Um, so they bring in an alternate and it's none other than Ed Eason from Netflix season one of the circle. If you don't remember him, he was the one that came in with his mom. Yeah. His mom is not with him this go around. Thank God. I think Ed looks way better in the challenge than he did in the circle. Oh, I agree. I agree. Like he has I, a whole different vibe. I liked him on the circle. I liked his personality and everything, but I didn't like him that much. I like him way better on the challenge. I like him way better now. And it's only been an episode and 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> he's got good energy. He's real he positive. Does. He forgot his shorts. So he just came out in the tights. So. <laughs> yeah. Somebody called him like a labradoodle. Or like a little Labrador running out with his like hair, yeah. like, hey guys. And he does have the very energy, like, I'm here. Yeah, let's do this. Um, so he ends up getting teamed up with Emmy because Corey L decides not to go back to Emmy as his partner. Like, bitch, you you're the reason why I'm in here to begin with. Exactly. He steals Tori for some reason. And Michelle steals Devin. Um, and that one puts- drops. Yep. Number one draft pick. <laughs> Number one draft pick. <laughs> Which apparently he said that for like the next three weeks. Of and um, so now that puts Kells and Tracy together. Tracy is from Love Island, Germany. Just very cute little mousy thing. Not made this, for the challenge. This show was not for her. Not for she, her. She should be on X on the beach yeah. or, or something. Or even F Boy Island. Mm. Not the challenge. Yeah. I need. Okay, I really need them if they want to bring in people to represent Germany. Um, I'm I'm gonna need them to bring in people that can kick some ass. Berna technically is associated as Germany because that's where she lives, but she, her original show was in Turkey. That's where she's from. Um, Nam is a good one, but unfortunately, we didn't get any like real. Yeah. We couldn't get anything from them this season because of COVID. So, to the challenge producers. And the casting people if you ever hear or read this you are welcome to cast me technically <laughs> technically i am german technically i was born there i got citizenship it's okay i haven't been there in like 25 years but call me i'm really good at faking an accent if that's what it is <laughs> i will fake one we will get this ish done if you need so. signatures, I will sign that for you to get you on there. Thank you. I'm glad <laughs> to know you will sign my petition. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that um, that pretty much ends the first episode. What did you think of the first episode? Um, I mean, I'm actually really liking this season. I kind of like that um, at first I was overwhelmed with all the new people because i'm just Mm -hmm. like god there's so many of them like Mm -hmm. but uh, there's a lot of them that i'm liking so um you know fresh meat new blood that's always good Um, i do think it's very I, i like that they're showing more of the the drama stuff and like the makeouts and the partying and all that i do feel like it's very produced <laughs> like a you know, showman kind of, just the whole like look of it's very yeah specific. i know what you mean and like yeah i want it it's not as authentic like yeah. it used to be but i can agree with that i am liking it 
So. Yeah, it, it is very much so more now. You can tell that these people know they're on a TV show and they're yeah. playing a an exaggerated version of themselves or a character or right. whatever. Um, and they're doing it on purpose. Um, and I mean, it's fine to an extent, but it does get old after a while because like, we're not stupid. We we can see through the yeah. what what's fake. We, we can tell what's fake and what's real. Like, don't piss on us and tell us it's raining. It doesn't work that way. Exactly. We've been fans for too long. From the beginning, right. Exactly. 37 seasons, you can't pull the wool over our eyes now. Okay. So um, that takes us right into the second episode, which is titled Bertha. Um, That's hilarious. I thought because, like, Berna was going to have an absolute freak out so like before the season some of these cast members are trying to make Berna seem like she's this really unstable emotionally all over the place person so like I was totally expecting that this episode because they named it Bertha and I was like what is she like Hurricane Bertha like Maddie was Hurricane Martha when she'd get drunk and she would go crazy or you know like Ashley Meltdown Mitchell um but I haven't seen it yet and if I don't see it either the editors are really good at editing or some of these people are just petty betties it could either or be maybe it's coming we don't know that's what i'm saying so i'm gonna, they I'm could, gonna keep an they eye on could it they could have named this last episode smashly or yeah you know, meltdown mitchell yeah. you should have named it meltdown mitchell yeah um, <laughs> so the episode starts out with michelle and Corey L coming in as the as winning the elimination we get properly introduced to ed whom i absolutely love um because yeah. gabo comes in to ask him questions about so i was like well i don't know man what's there tell him right outside philadelphia can't you hacking i love saying that name can't you hacking when i used to work at ikea i love when people called from the ikea can't you hacking um he's just like this uh, he reminds me of kahada but like not as country and like a more ripped version like his personality and like his vibe reminds me of kahada kahada's more low-key well yeah like like he's like more of a the country you know God, it's more yeah. country a little more laid back but i don't know it's just like the vibe and like the freeness i don't know yeah i love him i love him so far uh, michelle and emmanuel still feeling each other because you know the house is partying now as they should um i'm very sad there's no igloo anymore i still want the, the, yeah, the, that the, bar is cool. the party igloo yeah their bar is very cool their setup's cool they get to jump at a pool i just miss when um when they were first I think it was the second episode when they were first going into the bar and they showed Kyle dancing. Kyle cannot dance. So he should refrain. (laughs) And I love Kyle. Sorry, Kyle. No dancing. I don't think Devin can dance either. (laughs) Yeah. But when when you're drunk, everyone thinks that they can dance when they're drunk. That's true. Me included. I mean, I'm not too bad when I'm sober but when I'm drunk I'm like oh yeah Beyonce and I'm really not um <laughs> so Michelle and Emmanuel are feeling each other Kels and Tori are feeling each other which makes me out because I'm not a Tori <laughs> fan I'm like no Kel say now I know but whatever I can't I can't hate on it that much um and Nelson's about to jump his ass right into a love triangle because Ashley is catching feelings yep she must have been quarantined for too damn long but like honestly, even if she wasn't catching feelings, for him to be all snuggled up with Berna on the couch and then go straight and jump in Ashley's bed, and later on, on the aftermath show, it is implied that he hooked up with both of them in the same. Oh, way. both of them. Oh, I know. Which is disrespectful AF. 
and kind of gross to anybody like, and it gets gross like like yeah. I, at I, least as a person, day go in between <laughs> right at least like be honest with me like like if i was not in a relationship and i was in this show and we were doing stuff like just let me know if you are putting your dick in other women's vaginas right. or buttholes so that way i can decide <laughs> if i want your penis to then be in me right okay just like i would let you know if i let other men put their tongues or their penises in me <laughs> because you yeah. may not want to dip into that same pond and i may not want your fishing rod in my pond if it's been in everybody else's you nailed it that's just all i'm saying nelson <laughs> and anybody else who needs to hear this message Ugh, thank you <laughs> yeah the audacity of it all scuba nelly t jesus <laughs> i still love that nickname um so michelle tries to sweet talk tracy about oh, i'm so sorry i stole Devin as your partner i'm like bitch why are you apologizing you don't care you don't even know me exactly you know me nothing like don't apologize like that that's fake to me don't no no michelle's really trying to play her social political game i can tell um and i was like and i even wrote wtf who apologizes for stealing from a rando lol <laughs> <laughs> kells is one big mother effer oh yeah i mean we could tell he was big but when nelson walked and stood next to him i was like he's wow. he's bigger than fessy which yeah. is why they were all yeah. afraid of him. That is exactly yeah. it. I even wrote and that down later is, when we get to that part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I see, I liked him on um, Too Hot to Handle and other people. He was a little boring. Mm -hmm. um, and I know some people didn't like him on there, but I just thought he was a really nice guy. You can tell he's intelligent. He's hot. He's, yeah, he's good looking. Nice to look at. Um, and he's athletic. Oh, yeah. And I was, yeah i'm sad to oh see yeah that, but fussy is a punk ass bitch hmm. well, because, we that. you know and i'm gonna get into that rant because i have it written in here when he stands next to fussy and they have that conversation during one of the like house yeah. parties yeah so we don't get there yeah. uh so <laughs> the vets strategize and it kind of sounds like they are maybe leaning towards kells to put into the next elimination because the boys are all scared shitless and they're all tinkling their pants that there's a rookie who is not only huge, but could actually do some damage. Yeah. And God forbid he sends them all home. God forbid that any of those guys actually have to well, put their money where their mouth is. I mean, on their side, it was a smart move. The only oh, it's thing- it's definitely a smart move. The only thing that was a crapshoot was what his elimination was going to be yeah because of yeah and it just mm. happened to work out in their favor yep exactly uh -oh. um so then fussy and esther discuss their partnership and like their plan um as partners and fessy does talk about the difficulty of not being able to eat or drink during the day as the season is being filmed during the muslim holiday of ramadan i am not a fessy fan but that being said, I do give props to anyone who can be in this kind of environment and remain true to that type of faith. I have friends who are Muslim and it is very difficult not doing this kind of physicality and not being able to drink any liquids, eat any foods from dawn to dusk, can't even smoke. Like my one friend's mom was a nightmare. 
because she couldn't smoke during the day. Um, so I, I, I heard pass. that he used it as an excuse and was other doing other things that he wasn't supposed to be doing too. So I take my props back. They have been refunded to me. Um, I don't know. I don't like the guy, so I'm going to choose to believe <laughs> believe that. That's sad. If that's true. That's sad. Yeah. The props are on hold till I can be proven otherwise. There we go. Uh, the next daily is kind of boring to watch. Um, it's not, and I, I find it to be like kind of an equalizer type um, daily, to be honest. Basically, they have two teams. One of the part, one partner from each team is strapped into a helicopter and has to like fling gem bags down to their partner who's in a moving vehicle. When I saw um, the helicopter, I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. And then it was just like, eh. it might have been fun playing it, but watching sure, it was yeah. kind of boring. Um, yeah. Emmy has an emotional breakdown for no reason because she's so terrified of, of heights, yet hangs out of the goddamn helicopter once she's strapped in. Thank you. TV time. She got cameras. Yeah, and that is actually something that um, Love War Challenges talked about when they did their breakdown, and I do agree with them. This emotional show that Emmy is putting on is just that. It's a show. Because she knows, if I can make this character, if I can get the camera time, I have a better chance of getting recasted. Well, like I said, too, she came from Survivor, which is a mentally... It's, it's like much more draining. It's mentally, you know, challenging, emotionally. And you're starving the whole time. <laughs> exactly. So and you don't even get a real why bed. Why are you on. having meltdowns now? Exactly. You know. And I'm like, you know, and they pointed out for someone who's so afraid of heights, she sure is hanging out the side of the plane. Whereas someone like Big T, who is genuinely terrified, is barely peeking <laughs> out just to throw out the bags. I don't know why Big T wasn't the one catching the bags. I would have been. I'd be like, I'll stay in the car. All right, thank you. Um, and then Bettina has her dolphin laughing where Corey even stared at her like, Corey, stop. Like, it was funny five laps ago. Yeah. <laughs> now it's not funny anymore. <laughs> That's where I was like, girl, I thought my laugh was annoying. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then we get to Josh's invisible partner. Um, so if yeah have been living under a rock josh's partner lauren coogan who i think was on love island like love island i think yeah okay or whatever um pretty much got edited out of this whole damn season um we don't 100 know why i have heard two different things i have heard she said something racist or racially insensitive either right. towards anisa or about anisa or she said it and somebody Something heard it in that realm, yeah or i also heard she made a comment towards anisa about being a predator like something like anisa had predatory behavior because her shower situation yeah because before this that. season started filming came yeah. out all those things about how anisa likes to walk in and watch people in the shower in the house um and a lot of people have feelings about that because i i get it if if it was a guy that was doing that we would be having probably a much different reaction sure. um period so we don't yeah, know I heard both of those things who knows i mean either way nobody has confirmed it everything lauren has said is incredibly <clears throat> vague yeah it doesn't touch on a subject she claims that they didn't have enough time to review the footage to determine whether or not 
she was actually saying something inappropriate to only edit that out so they gave her the I don't know. It uh, two and two is not equaling four in this scenario. If you have time to edit out an entire person, they had time to look at what was. Yeah, if they had time to go and edit D out of half of um, Total yeah. Madness. Yeah. Within a week of what she said, then they would have had time to edit out something you said that might have been a little bit. Exactly. Eh. So it was clearly more than that. Um, I do think that it's bs that they didn't that they're not talking about it like mm -hmm. by not talking about it i feel like you are it's just more speculation. Saying it's okay yeah it's more speculation yeah. you know and it brings me back to the whole camilla thing in dirty 30 the only reason why they showed any of that scene of her flipping out on leroy was because they got pressured by the cast to show it right. otherwise they were never going to show it and then we would have had to have read about it behind the scenes and when you're a casual viewer you're not privy to information so right. josh's partner they don't even name her in the show like tj doesn't even say josh your partner <laughs> lauren had to be deactivated and sent home they were just like your partner is gone so now we brought you in a replacement and it turns out to be the current reigning champ at that time amber Super herself supermodel walk out of that lamb yes. beautiful um the vets faces were hilarious Bessie's face was hilarious. Like, he was excited. He yeah, was he was like, well, he was, but then he was probably like, damn, it yeah. should be with Josh, not with me. Right. Yeah. Josh was ecstatic because regardless of what happened with that BB alliance last season, he's like, she won. Right. Hey, yeah, I want her as my damn partner. <laughs> Screw the rest of you. Um, bitter fussy was like, Amber's here. And I'm like, you should be ecstatic and wanting to get her as your partner exactly then maybe you'll win exactly um and several of the female vets were not excited to see her why because she won last season exactly. suck it bitches and so, she's bigger than all of them <laughs> she is i do think it's weird that they brought her in halfway through the daily like several people had already performed the daily and then all of a sudden they were like oh hey josh since you don't have a partner here's amber like they didn't bring yeah. her in at the beginning like they did Ashley last season. It's weird. Was it maybe just editing though? It could have been just weird editing. Um, or maybe that's when Lauren got pulled. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing's weird. I'm glad Amber B got I'm to come glad she's in. Back. Yes, I don't think she should ever been an alternate to begin with. So I'm glad that she got to come in and she came in early, not like halfway yeah. through the season or something. Um, like I said, Fussy's being a punk about Amber. And then just in general, I said the daily was fun. It was a cute little fun daily, nothing crazy. I probably won't remember it after three weeks, but whatever. Um, I do think the sprint at the end is completely pointless. There's no purpose. Oh, but they just wanted to have fire. Like I guess. Something blow up. They should have just allowed them to drive over it and then it explodes, but whatever. Yeah. Um, the top two teams are Fessy and Esther and Casey and Emmanuel. Fessy and Esther end up winning because Fester <laughs> flung those gem bags like it was her life yeah like they won because of esther haha <laughs> fussy yeah and after the daily though they have to figure out who's going to go in elimination and here comes emmy's breakdown number five <laughs> because she's convinced it's going to be her and ed because ed is new and ed's just like it's okay it's, it's cool like we're rookies we're dude we're gonna have to go in anyway i like and that this, he's not it is, it's a good attitude 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just He's do not scared. It. However, this is how you can tell these rookies are not, they're not very smart. If I was a rookie on this season, after seeing how the first elimination went down, I would have gathered my fellow rookies and I would have said, look, we still outnumber them, but not by a lot. And unless we all come together now, we are going to get picked off one by one or two by two. Because that's what they're going to try to do. They're going to try and make it to where they can get two rookies out per elimination. What the rookies should have done is they should have banded together and they should have voted in one of the few vet vet teams that they have, like Amanda and Kyle. So that way the, um, the, uh, winning team chances are the winning team would not have put in a rookie rookie team or moving forward like you know you'll always the chances of you having one of one rookie on the winning team are strong and if you refuse to put in two rookies your partner is going to have to give because you'll run the chance of you two having to go in so maybe then if they did that they will always have a hundred percent chance of one vet going home per elimination and only a 50 percent chance of it being a rookie I that's think, what they should have done yeah I think a lot of that is just being naive and Very. some of them not knowing the game and maybe not being um cutthroat enough this is why they need to have a super fan season and you will see yeah. cutthroatness from the because you know if they come back for another season they're gonna play differently mm-hmm but I yeah. want to see the rookies play smart. So MTV, yeah. Buna Murray, Viacom, CBS, Paramount, whoever you want to be, we need a super fan season because that shit's going to be cutthroat from the jump. And make sure I'm on it, please. Thank you. You and um, Frankie. Frankie needs to be on there. Oh, oh he would be totally Frankie. cutthroat. Frankie would <laughs> cut your throat. I'd have to kill Frankie. <laughs> I'd have to be like Frankie, you gotta be my sacrificial lamb. But You'll why? Have to work together and be the unbothered alliance. Yeah, we'd have to go and be the unbothered alliance. We have to get um, we'll have to get uh I don't know her last name, Tanya, the one with the Car Maria guns. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's gotta oh, be yeah. on there with us. I, I would totally go on there, but I'm too out of shape and too old, so it's not gonna happen. Okay. You probably do better than Veronica did in her later season. Oh, I don't know. We, they should make it a spinoff yeah. kind of like a champs versus that would be fun be so fun it would be so fun <laughs> anyway <laughs> rent over about how the rookies should be <laughs> behaving um so it's the party time again again i miss the igloo uh again i i, I fast forwarded through amanda and bessie flirting <laughs> and this is where um cows and fussy chat and you yeah. can tell Kells is bigger than him. And I'm pretty sure Fussy pees himself a little bit with fear. Oh, sure. Um, and, and we know Josh. Josh. Oh, yeah. I mean, Josh over here acting like he's some political mastermind. Devin oh. plays chess with you once and you think you're Einstein. <laughs> he, sir, take no, I'm not even afraid of Josh exactly if i was on the show i'd be like put me in against josh i will probably win and i'm clumsy too he'll probably fall before me (laughs) i'm not afraid nobody dude no one's afraid of you okay you lost 
a tug of war contest against somebody with one hand. Granted, it was Jordan and he's just a beast, period. But he still only had one hand and he was half your size. I know. And he and still outsmarted you. Those balls. Oh my God. That was. Uh, <laughs> I remember that elimination. Was if terrible. I did that, I would never show my face on television. I'd be like, I don't even. Who do I have to bribe to edit this part out? Like, that would be me. <laughs> um and then ashley drunkenly tells nelson she's catching feelings he's like no 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 amanda's confessions are all like dude i love my best friend but she's crazy i hope you're ready for this um i mean hello nelson should know she's hooked up with both Corey and hunter two of his closest friends you saw how that worked out why would you be any different yep two and two equals four my friend not three so She's been on the challenge a million times with him. He knows how she is. Exactly. This is everyone knows how she is. Yes. Everyone. Come on. Her partner at this point has figured out how she is, and it's been three days. Friend is like, dude, don't do it. (laughs) Her best friend is warning you, don't fucking do it. Exactly. (laughs) And yet, five minutes later, he's done all over Berna. And he is like, oh, I don't just like you because you're pretty. I like you for you. Like telling her all the things that Ashley wanted to hear from him. And instead he's saying it to Berna. And here comes Hurricane Ashley, or as Devin titles her later, Meltdown Mitchell. Um, And I do want to say, I know Ashley was drunk, but I I do really dislike the way she handled that situation. Um, She's too old to act like that. Um, and I say that is in, you can still get hurt and still feel emotional when you're in your thirties. I know I do, but the way you react to it should not be the way it would be when you're 22. Yeah. Um, you should be upset with Nelson. You don't be upset with Berna and then calling her the wrong name, which is how we got the title of the episode. She keeps calling Berna Bertha. Right. She's like go with Bertha. And even, and then even like, Nelson called her Bertha. <laughs> And well, Amber's like, I'm pretty sure, pretty it's, sure Berna. it's Berna. And he does call her Berna later. And I think it's just the moment with Ashley being crazy. And he's just like, dude, what's wrong with you? And Ashley's own partner, Huey, is like, bitch, take a chill pill. Like, I'm not going to go into elimination because you are upset over some dude flirting with somebody you don't even know. Um, I know on Twitter, Berna made a post. I think it was Twitter. She's not real happy that Ashley was calling her Bertha. Um, I think it was a mix of Ashley being drunk and yeah. I think she kind of did it on purpose to like oh, sure. be a little little bit of a dig, um, not really realizing the she was just wanting to be a bitch. Yeah, that she was, sense. and it yeah. worked. Um and I I really hope that moving forward through this season that Ashley turns her frustration on the person who deserves it, which is Nelson. Like I can understand being upset like dude you're playing me and somebody else you're stringing me along it's really annoying be upset with him it's, it's not her you're not in a relationship she owes you nothing i i agree that i almost don't agree that she should even take it out on nelson though because if it was they should have communicated that it yeah. was more than just a friends with benefits thing but if that's what it was he can't be faulted for her falling yeah either absolutely mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely although it's skeevy what he did oh 100 they're not boyfriend and girlfriend so right 100 percent. i it's again to, for me i i'm big on communication like yeah again if, if it if i was in that situation i'd be like dude if you want to mess with other people that's cool but you just be gotta let me know it. 
yeah you just gotta let me know just let me know um so now it's high high gear for the vets deciding who to house vote um they basically end up telling tori look it's going to be kells but you can't tell him like you better not tell him and she's like fuck i'm in a rock and hard place i like this guy but if i tell him the vets are going to know that i've told him and then it's going to really ruin things for me so she decides not to um apparently she just avoided him and would not make eye contact with him for like the whole rest of the day so he He figured it out surprised he figured it out yeah because when the person that you're like like cutesy cuddly with and you're chatting with a lot all of a sudden isn't talking or looking at you and they're part of the vets you know why right he ain't stupid he's not josh all right he figured it out (laughs) so here comes deliberation time um before we do that if you were tori would you have told kels or would you have done the same thing and just said nothing oh um i probably would not have Mm -hmm. because i understand her hesitation Mm -hmm. because you want to be loyal to him but you need those other people on your side because if he goes home and you've told him and they know you told him then you have no one it's true so long run i would not have told him yeah, yeah. same what about you not that yeah. soon if it yeah. now if it had been somebody i was in an actual relationship with or if this story. was at the end of the season different story but i've known you like four yeah. days you're exactly. cute but right. you're not worth this this whole game to me i didn't come in here looking for you right so yeah i and don't if you knew that it was going to be purely a physical thing then you would know he's coming back. Yeah. But as we see, that's not what happens. That's not what happens so. at all. So we get yeah. to deliberation time. Josh makes a failed attempt at painting Kells like a mastermind who's making deals with everyone. That and was then Kells, good television right there. That was good television. He responds back in a way that we all love. He essentially calls Josh a moron and says, and I quote, Josh, no offense. You are not known to be the most tactical, smartest person in the room. If I was making moves, bro, you wouldn't be the one to discover it. Exactly. And everyone fucking loved laughed. it. His his own friends, Josh's own friends and allies, giggled and had to cover their face. Oh yeah. Because they know it's true. And Josh is doing Fessy's dirty work. Ultimately, he's doing Fessy's dirty work. Yeah. Um, because he's just as afraid of having to go up against Kells, and Kells realizes Kells never lost his cool. He just says it. Just yeah. And there, yeah. and then Devin's trying to be like, well, if it's not going to be you, then we need another alternate. And Kells like, I'm not playing that game. Yeah. Y'all vote however you want. If it's going to be me, it's going to be me. And you just better hope I don't come back. Right. Um, so poor Tracy, because Kells and Tracy get voted in. Fussy tells Josh that he wants to vote in Amber B because he's a bitch. Um, and this is the only time. I ever side with Josh because Josh is like, dude, no, like, don't yeah. be stupid. Right. Like, especially don't take away a partner, my partner, who's actually pretty good. Like, give me, should, give, give me some time. And honestly, he should be kissing her ass right now. Yes, he should. You know, band together. Why would you go ahead and try to like, stab? well, he's dumb. Let's just be he's real dumb. about that. And he's a punk. He he's is a punk. punk. If yeah. he wasn't a punk, he'd want to keep Kells around and try to take him out himself yeah oh i did like esther's i like esther's speech yes i I like she's she's pretty cool um and the reason why he's even more of a punk is because he puts 
they decide to put in Emmy and Ed against Kels and Tracy. Ed is like a foot shorter than Kels. Mm. So if this was a physical brawling elimination, I don't think Ed would have made it. But luckily for Ed and Emmy, this is more of a puzzle type with some physicality, but not against each other. Um, And it's definitely an equalizer type elimination. The girls are strapped onto these cages, these little cage board things. The guys have to flip them over. The girls use some like magnetic line to hook these boxes, which is parts of a puzzle. It turns out to be a puzzle that makes the globe, the map of the world. Um, And they have to try and get the puzzle pieces up as fast as they can and solve the puzzle first. What can make it a little bit tricky is sometimes the magnet doesn't hit the right part or like the box falls off if they try to flip it up too soon. Um, It gets kind of close there in the middle. I mean, there's nothing like super crazy or exciting that happened. I felt bad for Tracy because she was clearly getting really frustrated and Kels was frustrated with her. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, yelling at her ain't going to help. So, and it doesn't. Um, And uh, as Ed's starting to put the puzzle pieces together, Devin shouts out, it's a map, a map of the world. Ed's like, I and know. Ed- <laughs> He's like, I'm, however, unlike the rest of us, I'm not a complete idiot. Right. <laughs> Ed's like, as soon as I saw that first piece, it was Australia. I knew immediately what it was. <laughs> Devin trying to help him. It's a map. It's a map of the world. <laughs> no shit. Thank you. <laughs> so sadly for us, but luckily for Fussy and Josh, Kels and Tracy go home. Um, I really hope Kells gets to come back on another season just because of what he said to Josh. And I love seeing Fussy tremble in his pants. Um, And basically, Michelle is now with Corey L. Oh, hold on. Let me go back. Ed opts to steal Tori as a partner. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. He said because he knows that she got stolen the first time. So he assumed that must mean she's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> that was a good laugh. <laughs> it's better than the patina. <laughs> I can't even fake her laugh. I know. I feel like it would hurt. <laughs> that hurts. That's not even that. as annoying. I can't answer. even do it. Um, Emmy ends up taking Devin, so he's still on about being the number one draft pick two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. So that now means that Michelle and Coriel are paired together. I think that is a very good, strong matchup, but Corey is very smart and well aware that they are now in danger because he was like, we won the first elimination together. People know that we are good and we are strong and we're rookies. We're screwed. And that is the end of episode two because I didn't get to see the preview for next season, uh, next episode. My DVR cut off. Well... There's some cave water issue and a bunch of people are get bloodied up. And then mm. on the, I don't know if it was a description or whatever, it says that somebody's so nervous before oh, they yeah. and then kiss their partner on the mouth. I don't know what that's about, but that is disgusting. I want to know who that is. Um, that's gross. That's very I guess gross. We'll find out next Wednesday. Yeah, I guess we will find out next Wednesday. And we'll discuss. Well, and yeah, we're going to talk about it. So, so far, I'm enjoying this season. Um, I feel like we are getting more camera time for more of the rookies 
sooner than we were last season. That does mean some of the vets aren't really getting as much camera time right now, like CT and stuff, but yeah. it's kind of okay because we're, we we don't need to get we, to know CT. We know and, yeah, it's we coming. Know. We know. Um, I do hope we get to see more of certain other rookies like Tasha and stuff before they're no longer there. Right. And I love Ed. Yeah. I just love Ed. I hope to go to Conchahawken one day and see him. Who knows? We'll try to get him to interview. We should try to get him and Mitchell. Oh my God. Yeah, that would be good. I love his brother. Yeah, Mitchell. I do. I love his brother. I would love we'll to see his Chloe. brother come on the show. Who? Yeah. Chloe, his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We should try. Cool. So we will do that. Any thoughts? Anything you want to discuss from the two no, episodes? I'm, so I'm just glad the new season's back and we're doing yes. this again. This is fun. Hopefully we'll more of us our be able to group jump in. to jump yes. in. Yes. I know. Losers. <laughs> I guess it should be this way. So it's not backwards. <laughs> L seven square. Like from Clueless. <laughs> Showing my age. Yeah. It took me like four hours to finally get my computer to work last night. It was a whole thing. Oh, I saw you I post a- it like- 130 and you're like yes because it's like it kept getting stuck i'll probably edit this part out but <laughs> like i guess like it, it when the when it forced me to update the last time um i guess there's like something wrong in the updates so like now it would just constantly be on this like boot loop of where it's like something went wrong unable to install updates uninstalling everything but it would just sit there and sit there and sit there and sit there and it was like a common problem so i had to i had to do all these things yeah short of reformatting this whole damn laptop i got it to work thank god so we're here we're back we're ready we're raring to go i don't know how this is gonna work when we're in tampa i guess we won't do that week I think Maybe we, we just go live. Do it as a live with the whole group there. Yeah, that'll be cool. It'll be fun. Yeah, we should. I'll bring my Let's laptop. Get super drunk. <laughs> Which is probably going to be us the whole time anyway. It'll be fun. It will be. All right, we'll do that. I'll bring my laptop with me. We'll do that. Since I'm driving, I don't have to fly, so I don't have to worry about that. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us with our first episode with this season's podcast to go with season 37, Spies, Lies, and Allies. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube at The Unbothered Podcast. On Facebook, we are The MTV's Challenge Unbothered, as well as Entertainment Unbothered, where we talk about everything else in the movie uh tv music hot reality goss world um you can also catch us on instagram mtv's a challenge unbothered and um yeah don't forget the show airs every wednesday at 8 p.m eastern standard time on mtv um and i think it airs the next day for people who like buy it on amazon and stuff so we'll catch you guys next time bye Bye. Bye.